Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. <laughs> Whoa! What is Where that? Where did that come from? Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I must have had my evil twin showing up. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with my sidekick. Mr. Benny. <laughs> Sometimes you crack me up some I'm telling that one, you. That one broke the bank. <laughs> that was like my evil. Uh-oh. Cards are jumping out of the You're deck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thriving. Well, you know, sometimes that's what thriving uh, could like, feel like if like you don't shock your, therapy. You don't get rid of your if you don't get rid of the crust yeah. hanging on to you right there. You're killing me. Yeah. Well, welcome everyone. Wow. Welcome to the show. We've got a great show again. And I'll tell you, people are keeping me on my toes, Benny. They're just keeping me on my toes. I feel like a ballerina. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Why is that? <laughs> wow. We just got, we have so many great guests talking about some really cool things. As we always do. I know. It, it's very, very fun. I mean, it's still very, very fun. I'm still, my head is still like turning from being on air Wednesday night with uh, Glennis, the numbers lady. You blew up the numbers, blew up the phone. She did. She, I was a little, I was sharing last night in a, in a crust busting class a little bit that I was, I was class, Dr. Class Pat. Is great, great yeah. group of people. Teacher. Great group. Teacher. Teacher Basili. Teacher. <laughs> Bringing Teach. the teacher uh, an apple. <laughs> did anyone do that? Actually, no. Oh. But Michelle brought me, um, a jar of pickles. Is that, the, is, that what the, is that the newer thing? Is that what she knows doing me. These days? She must okay. know me. Yeah, she knows that I would fart, you know, way, appreciate it, pickles way more than I would appreciate. So I guess you have a thing for pickles. I, and I have to tell you, Benny, absolutely delicious. Are you serious? You know what? I have one. I think I have one left. I'll have to bring it in for you. I, I meant, I mean, they're, they're great, but I mean, are you always just, are you wild? Are you craving them? Do you always like them? Are I they, love are pickles. Like, are they like an apple traditionally to a normal person? <laughs> Not saying you're not a normal, but I, just are apples are apples normal for people? Well, they're I think maybe eaten more often. <laughs> if apple than, if apples were normal for people, we would not have the problem we have right true. now. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you know, I think a Big Mac is like what's normal for people. Uh, that's probably that's probably another show. Good. That, well, you know, we've all gone through our phases. Well, if you got an extra one, I'd love to have it. Yeah. Bring it on by. Yeah. <laughs> you probably hear Benny and there's like a bite taken out of it. Like, I couldn't help myself in the car. We actually have to have true confessions right now. Because we... Uh-oh. We have... Uh, we get our scrambled eggs from McDonald's. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we looked online. We looked it up. We want... Because the last we week we up. asked... There was a couple of people... Some of our guests came in and said, oh, those are eggs. And we're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like... You know, the typical question, are well, they, they said, legit? Well, they, yeah, they, what they said is, oh, those are not real eggs. And those we're are like, like well, poured eggs out of the whatever it comes yeah, out Yeah, they're of. the, um, oh gosh. Soy? Just, well, or the. Like a beater or. Yeah, the egg beater type stuff, like mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. I can't even come up with it. I don't want to say fake egg. They're not fake. They're not because they actually have real eggs. In right. Them. But they use a different process, I guess, in yeah. creating them. Or, but we have to... answered the question. Yeah, so they... whoever that was that scared that, you know, just put Gave the fear, us a scare. <laughs> put the fear in right. into us and because they taste like regular eggs. Yeah. They, they taste like an egg that my mom used to cook. It's actually a little bit more healthy than what my mom used to cook. Oh, uh, did your mom go a little overboard on them? Yeah. My mom would be like, this is the bacon and the pork chop fat from last uh, night. 
like, let's have scrambled eggs. Nice. You like pick it up. It's just like dripping off the plate. You still have the little bacon chunks in it. So like, so she was hey, from the, the South. Flavor. That's where all Mom the Mom was from is. the South. You know, I have mm-hmm. that side of me that, you know, that has that representation from the deep South. Nice. Yeah. And okay. so that was a good thing. So right. actually you kind of missed that. That lard taste yeah. in the in the egg we just had today. Right. So we looked up online, and yes, we went to McDonald's, and they found that on the website. Their egg story it holds water and or holds yolk or whatever you want to call it, and it is true. They're a Canadian farm. They're grade A. They come in, uh, you know, from our friends to the north. So yeah. it's all legit. Everything's good. Yeah. Except now I'm a little guilty because I'm sure they're not organic, and they're they're probably not naturally fed. And so I may have to rethink this. We'll look into that. You know what I may have to start doing for us? I may have to start cooking the eggs at home myself. You think so? Yeah. Hey, you want to grab a phone line just for the heck of it? uh, It might be our guest. Okay. Well, let's let's ask. Hi, you're on live with the Dr. Pacho. That's not. Oh, the other one left, too. Okay. Maybe they wanted to tell us something about eggs. Okay. Are you guys calling in? Go ahead. 1-800-930-2819. Yeah, let's hear the story. 1-800-930-2819. Probably Michelle. Could be. Yeah, because she knows she gave me the pickles, the big old chunks of garlic in there. I don't garlic that pickles? I think, Ooh, that sounds good. I think they're garlic. I mean, I look like garlic. <laughs> right, it tasted me. like garlic. Oh, it's a yummy pickle. Are you serious? I'm, yeah. I'll bring one in for you. I I'll actually, do it on my. I like pickles. They're pretty good. Uh, this is they're extraordinary. They're really good. I mean, like she made them herself, so it's like not. So can we tell everybody what a pickle formally is? Go ahead. It's a cucumber. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how long does it have to sit, though? Do you I know? don't know. That's a Michelle question. Oh, that's probably a, a chef secret. Uh, that yeah, Anyone that does anything like secret. that no, understands that process. Or canning. Yeah, she was a little concerned that I hadn't I hadn't already eaten it, so that they would be really <laughs> strong. But I really like really strong pickles. Mm. So like do you that. just leave them in there longer, then? Yeah, we have to make sure, though, when we do the pickle thing and I bring it in, that we don't have any appointments after the show. <laughs> so we have to eat them at, like, 11... Mm. Just before we leave. Just before we leave. Nice. We'll just slobber the hey, pickle. Hey, Benny Pell, what's going on? Exactly. <laughs> well, let's let's tell you a little bit about today's show. Uh, we've got Joe Calloway coming up. He's a branding consultant, a business author, and a restaurant owner whose clientele uh, list reads like the who's who in business. And so, uh, you know, he has people that he works with from uh, Saks, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, BNW, American Express, IBM, and so forth. And so he's joined us today and uh, going to be talking with us about sales, marketing, and branding. He's an expert on developing customer-focused teams, and uh, and he's also on the National uh, Customer Service Advisory Board. Uh, Joe, by the way, is one of the most innovative and compelling people in customer service. So I wonder what he's going to say about my little thing, everything I've learned about about customer service I learned selling hot dogs. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Should we even bring it up? Yes, because, well, we could hear both sides of our stories because I was actually, that's how I started my employment routine. How did you? I started at a local grocer when I was 16 Ooh. and uh, worked there for a couple years and then moved into... Uh, actually, a, a ball bearing facility, which is no longer there. It's actually right behind us, as a matter of fact. It's no longer there. I did like just regular work. Uh, what is it? Um, conveyor belt line work. You did. I did yep. that too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Where? I was not very good uh, down in Virginia. Did oh, it for a summer. Virginia. Yeah. What you doing down in Virginia? Philip Morris cigarettes. Oh, there you go. Mm. Cool. And Pluck, then ended plucking up, them out. Nice plucking them out. Plucking out the bad That's ones. I was a little girl. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Don't do. That. I was just a little baby. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, I know. But it's before 
you know, the whole smoking thing. Right. And mm-hmm. then after that, then I went on to uh, a, a retail chain of video stores, which is our largest probably in the nation. So You were renting videos? I was working at a rental store, yes. It's really interesting we'll to see what we've done. I mean, I wonder how, yeah. how we're going to have a great time talking to Joe about this because, mm-hmm. you know, it's really interesting. I mean, one of the toughest things I've ever done is gone door to door selling vinyl siding. God, that seems interesting. Yeah. It, it is interesting. I wasn't the, the quote, closer, because I really didn't have the heart. You were the setup guy. I was the one that would knock on the door, get bitten by the dog. Oh, you know, wow. that was me. They were like, okay, go knock on that door. and you know, We'll wait out here in the yourself. truck. We'll wait out here in the truck. It's exactly right. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's like, okay, let me go do that. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I, I learned really quickly that you wear sneakers so you can get out of the front. <laughs> run! He's like, run out of there. Uh, but, you know, part of this is all, you know, the life's journey. The reason that I did that job is actually, uh, you know, the friend of mine that asked me to do that with her uh, wanted me to get off the couch. I was like a, my crusty year that I was huh. doing. So she said, let's go down to the central district or let's uh-huh. go down um, and, and you can see what it's like to uh, sell vinyl signing. <laughs> <laughs> and your next reaction? Woo-hoo! I, was I don't like, think it was like that, was it? You know, I think I was really grateful to be getting out of the house oh, okay. at that point in time. And so that was kind of yes, a cool deal. Yes, I get deal. to see the light. And I got to talk to people. And you like really to do did. that, I got sure. to talk with people. Good. You know, but I, you know, I actually didn't work out in that profession. Oh. I did not work out. You know why? Because uh-uh. I would like come back to the car and I would say, no, no, no. We're not going to go in there and sell these people. Oh, you felt bad? I felt bad. Oh. I said, you know, it's not, you, you're going to ask them to take a loan out on their house or do some really strange thing. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, I agree. Their house really needs final sighting. But, but I don't know. You need to be upfront and honest with them and tell them what the deal is. Right. But for the most part, this the, actually, I felt really good about this because these folks had the best prices in vinyl siding around at the time. Well, there you go. And, um, and, you know, once the houses were done, uh-huh. see, that's what happens when you see something very tangible. Once the houses were done, the, you know, you could see the results. Right. And especially for people that, you know, just don't know how to get the painting done. And But that was what I learned. We'll see what Joe Calloway has to say about oh, that. Sure. And then after Joe, we've got uh, our buddy coming in, our fabulous, fabulous, fabulous Matt James coming in. And we're going to be talking to Matt about uh, Huna. Since I'm going to Hawaii, we're going to be talking to him about Huna and uh, understanding the ancient ancient tradition of that. And also, I really want to know from him, I don't think he's ever shared it, how what his indoctrination was into uh, ancient Huna and what that means and, and what the workshop is like. So we're going to be doing that. When we come back from break, uh, lots to talk about. Uh, and I want to remind everyone, I've still got some Sylvia Brown tickets to give away. And um, I'm seeing if we can do a little bit of that later on and give at least one of those tickets away. Uh, stay tuned, everyone. We're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm doing my bet, Pat Benatar. Do it. Yeah, do my Pat Benatar. Yeah, that's fine. That's how she does it.
Hello, this is Sue Newfeld Ellis. In our fast-paced, busy world, my new CD, Serenity Through Meditation, is just what you need. Through Stephen Halpern's sonic music entrainment and my voice, we will comfortably guide your brainwaves to that theta state of deep relaxation. To order your free copies of 25 Stress Reduction Tips, go to quantumhealing.us or call 425 425- Four five five four two zero seven. Find out what's baffling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit ashitabagreen.com or ashitababeauty.com. Are you seeking deeper purpose and meaning? Then don't miss the insights, inspiration, and life-changing perspective of Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis from the Center for Spiritual Living. In her monthly show, Building a Better Life, Building a Better World, the last Tuesday of every month on the Dr. Pat Show, with practical spiritual principles and insights from the world's greatest spiritual traditions, visit spiritualliving.org for more information. Got a question about real estate or home loans? Is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? What about home loans and refinance? Need someone you can trust to answer your questions and understand the newest trends? You can trust Dennis Sikowski, a realtor and loan expert for 10 years, helping people all over the Puget Sound walk through the biggest purchases of their lives. Call Dennis for a professional analysis and get real honest answers. 425-238-3612. That's 425-238-3612. Essential Water Health Tip Weight Loss If you're on a weight loss program, the single most important thing you can do to ensure success is to keep yourself properly hydrated. Even mild dehydration slows metabolism, and a slower metabolism means you're burning less fat. By drinking essential water, you help rid your body of toxins and your whole body will function much better, which includes better fat burning. Without enough water, your body becomes too acidic and goes into a fat storing mode. Drinking the right water is extremely important. Just because it comes from your tap or bottle doesn't make it the best for you. Essential water's pH of 9.5 assists the body in neutralizing these toxic acids. Essential water, the ultimate drinking water. Ask for it. For more information, visit EssentialWater.com. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Yeah, that's what I said right at that last corporate job I had when they wanted me to fire a woman one month away from her pension. I said, Ouch! Baby, I ain't going to do that. You better hit me with your best shot. And oh, you know what man. they did? Oh, okay. <laughs> Good Welcome for you, back, everyone. Good for you. Yeah, I would have been paying that karmic price for a long time. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat <sighs> Show. I got to tell you, my guest right now, Joe Calloway, is joining us today because this is, a, this is an individual that knows a lot about that conversation. 
conversation of integrity. And he has written the book that, boy, I wish I would have had this book when I was standing in front of my boss's face. Uh, Work like you're showing off. This is a, a book by Joe Calloway. It's Working Like You're Showing Off. It's the joy, the jazz, and the kick of being better tomorrow than you were today. What a concept, Benny. That's what we talk about on the show. Joe, welcome, welcome to the show. Happy, happy to be here, Pat. Thanks for having me. I'm telling you, somebody needed to write this book. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's, it's one of those books that when you read it, just like there are books that I read, that I go, as I'm going through it, I'm, I'm thinking, I knew that. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> but, but I needed somebody to either remind me or say it in a way that I go, oh, wait a minute. I knew it, but I didn't maybe really get it. And so hopefully that's what this book is to some people. Because I think there's a lot of basic truths in the book. Well, I think there are two. And, you know, there are other books that you have written uh, as well that, uh, you know, many people have looked at and uh, and and get some real ahas out of it. I mean, part of what you do, at least my sense of this is uh, for me, you help us figure out what it is we want, what it is we don't want, and then how to take the next step. Because sometimes we we first of all, we hang out in jobs that we really aren't suited for. We stay there way too long, and then we don't have the courage to leave. I mean, isn't that part of a cycle that you address? Yeah, it's a big part of it because it is so easy, and particularly the longer you stay with it, to to think, you know, this isn't working for me. I don't like working here. I just feel like I I was meant to do something else, something bigger than this, or maybe even not bigger than this, but something that would feed me. I mean, feed my spirit that, that would, would fill me up. And yet, in the middle of that, they look at it and say, but God, it's just too risky. I can't step out. And it becomes, Pat, it just becomes the path of least resistance to stay in a lousy situation, which is, which is a shame, but you really hit it on the head. Sometimes it, it really does take some courage uh, to do what you know in your heart of hearts that you ought to be doing. Well, you know, you have been called, Joe, you have been called an expert, by far an expert on customer service and customer-focused teams. And customer focus is a term that I got introduced to at a time when, you know, we had this thing called a monopoly called the telephone company. Yep. And then we didn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then we had a series of events where now you're trying to teach uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70,000 people that there's this thing called customer service without really, you know, to folks that really don't have a sense. And I wanted to ask you this question. In your mind, in what you tell people about right now today in the 21st century, how do you define customer service or customer focus? To me, it is, it's a couple of things. Number one, it, it starts with, am I presenting them with a product or a service that has integrity? Do, do, am I offering them, you know, at the core, bottom line, am I offering them something that is truly of value? Then the second part of it is, and here's where the real human connection comes in, we wrap that product, 
with an experience of doing business that can either absolutely compel customer loyalty or can cause them to say, you know, this is a really good product, but it's not worth doing business with these people mm-hmm. or with this guy. To, to, you know, I'll find something else, even if it's not as good, to avoid doing business with this person. It's funny, there, there's a, a thread, there's a lot woven through this book, and there's one entire chapter called Expect to Connect about the power of the connection that we make with people. And it's funny, Pat, you were talking about the, the, the telephone company monopoly. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of work back in late 70s, or particularly the early 80s, mm-hmm. a lot of work with the different bell systems after the breakup of the phone company. And a lot of what I did was exactly what you were talking about. Right. It's like because people have choices now, and so we, we, we can't make, uh, you know, we can't make assumptions about how we can treat them. It's, it's, a, it's about the customer now. It's not about us. You know, Joe, I think this is such an important conversation because right now I believe as consumers – one of the th- things that, you know, uh, that, that becomes a tiebreaker, at least for me, and Benny and I were talking about this, is there are a lot of good products out there. A lot of them compare. And, you know, the question is, what's going to make you pick that product and buy that product? And, you know, mo- more recently, I've gone through that uh, in terms of buying a computer and some of the other things. And it boiled down to customer service. Yeah. And, you know, the word you just used is the exact word that I use with my corporate clients and when I'm giving speeches at big, giant conventions about the whole idea of customer focus and customer experience, and that word is tiebreaker. And I tell you, you mentioned computers. It's amazing to me the number of people that I've talked to over the last few years who have said things like, you know, I got this computer. The computer's great. I got no problem with that. But their customer service line is such a hassle. They're so hard to deal with that I'm never going to buy one of these computers again as long as I live. And it absolutely is the tiebreaker. Well, I don't know if you've seen the movie Transformers, but, you know, I I don't necessarily say, Joe, I'm going to recommend you go see Transformers. <laughs> but there is a scene in this movie that I'm telling you, Joe, it is a scene that I hope you, you at least check it out when it comes on DVD. It sums up the customer service industry. And it doesn't do it in a very nice way. And, you know, it's a situation where you've got this soldier over in the desert, what seems to be Iraq, and, you know, needing to make a cell phone call, gets the cell phone, gets customer service. And what you have is a customer service representative on there in the middle of a crisis doing everything but putting the call through. And for a lot of people, that really summed it up. How did this image come about well, it, it came, it's, you know, all of this is, all of this is cultural in nature. When I say cultural, I mean the culture of the company. Because there are companies, let me flip that over for a second. There are companies that are absolutely inspiring yes. in terms of their customer service because there's one company in particular that I'm thinking of that makes it very, very clear to everybody in the company that says, look, do whatever you need to do to make the customer happy. Now, if you go a little too far, in other words, if you give away a little too much of the store in doing that, we'll talk about it and we'll figure out, you know, a a better way to do it next time maybe. But they say this, that you will never get in trouble for making a customer happy. And see, these are the companies that take a long-term view, that understand that it's not their sales figures 
that predict their future. It's their customer satisfaction figures that predict their future. And yet there are other companies that, and I, it just, it makes me want to beat my head into a wall how somebody could not get it that the worst enemy a company can conceivably have is not the competition. It's an unhappy customer. It's the worst thing you can create. Well, i got to tell you, I'm right there with it, and I'm going to get some advice from you today on this show. I know that we're going to be talking with people and, and giving some insight about what some of the, the simple things are, some of the keys to out, you know outrageous success in the field of customer service. Uh, and Benny and I were joking about it. I got a new cell phone. I don't know. I'm not picking on the cell phone industry. It just happens to be you know popping up for me today. And I got this new cell phone, and and, and the gentleman was really great, and, you know, he showed me this BlackBerry, and I thought, oh, it's really good. It sounds really great, and here I go. I had trouble with it. I brought it back to the same salesperson, and I asked him a couple questions, and I think he forgot he sold it to me. Yeah. And he and, and you're going to die about this, Joe. I want you to comment when we come back from break. Here's what he said to me. He started to poke around the phone, and he said, well, you know, um, I don't really know much about the sound. I actually don't use my phone, my BlackBerry to make calls. And I want you to hold that note because we're going to talk about that. And I was I was stunned. Yeah. Does that even make sense to you? No. It, it's one of those things that it's hard to even process it. You know? <laughs> it's hard to wrap your head around it. It is absolutely hard to even process. Uh, you know, for many people, I know that we as consumers can really, we like to share these stories about these nightmares in customer service. You know, so you must be a very busy person, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Pat, business is good. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Well, we're going to be talking with Joe Calloway, and as I said before, you know, work like you're showing off. We're going to tell you a little bit about it, why it's important, whether you are in a corporate world or whether you are an entrepreneur in your own business, there are some things that you can learn and benefit from in today's show. Joe Calloway, expert in the field, branding consultant, business author, fabulous uh, book that's out here. you got to work like you're showing off, and we're we're going to talk a little bit about why that's important and also why that's hard for some people we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll be back with joe right here on the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by shake your booty until we come back Experience the powerful connections between science, quantum physics, and spirituality at the Reconnections 2007 Mastery Conference in L.A., August 2nd through the 5th. The conference is perfect for anyone interested in healing and wellness with your host, Dr. Eric Pearl, and including speakers from What the Bleep and so many more. Call 888-ERIC-PEARL now and mention the Dr. Pat Show for a $60 discount. Visit www.thereconnection.com for more information or to register. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you are experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to meet your individual needs. Dream Clinic is located in the Ravenna neighborhood of Seattle and is open seven days a week. To learn more or schedule an appointment, visit dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-267. 
1-800-926-0863. This is your Peak Living Tip of the Day. A quick message from your Centers for Peak Living, Crown Hill Chiropractic and Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Prevent poor health by simply eating well, thinking well, and moving well. To learn more about this simple, effective approach to optimal health and wellness, visit us at drscottlynch.com or crownhillchiropractic.com. Again, that's drscottlynch.com or crownhillchiropractic.com. This is your peak living tip of the day. Give your kids a gift. The Angel Healing Meditation from Positive Central. Well, it helps me get to sleep faster. It also kind of soothes me when I'm trying to relax. I like how you get to create your own special angel and how your angel has the power to transform things. Learn how your children can enjoy the angel healing meditation at PositiveCentral.com. It makes me feel like I had a relaxing sleep. Order yours today at PositiveCentral.com. Your body has the wonderful capacity to create perfect health. Set your body's capacity to heal itself in motion with quantum possibilities. Choose quantum biofeedback or possibilities vibrational techniques, which are both based on quantum physics. The vibrational techniques use the power of numbers, intention, and imagination to discover and replace subconscious genetic memories that no longer serve you. Visit quantumpossibilities.biz and mention the Dr. Pat Show when scheduling your appointment to receive one-third off your initial session. Looking for the perfect way to connect with your children all year long? Give your entire family the gift of heartfelt conversations through the magic of Carla Miller's Seeds of Discovery books. Each Unbound book is a unique interactive experience with simple life lessons for all children and adults. Lighthearted, colorful illustrations attract the attention of children and stimulate interactions with adults. Visit SeedsOfDiscovery.com or call one 426 for more information. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Yep, I love that. That's actually one of my favorite Marvin Gaye tunes. I know it is. I got it in my little special Dr. Pat folder over here. I know you do. It is so cool. Welcome back, everyone. I've got to introduce you to Joe Calloway. And the book that we're talking about is Work Like You're Showing Off. This is a book, whether you're working for an organization or working for yourself, this book will help you edge yourself to the top of the list. And if you're not working it in customer service, and many of you I know listen to the show, you're driving around right now because you're in sales. Uh, and my my sales folks are listening to the show. This is such an important book because it hits on a nerve for so many people. Uh, Joe Calloway is one of the leading people in the field, customer service and uh, and customer service teams. And he's joining us today. Joe, welcome back. Thanks, Pat. Okay, what do you think about my little cell phone story? Yeah, you know, stuff like that, you hear it, and, and you, you, here's what's going on. What's going on is you've got people, and and if, you know, if that's the way that the people in the company typically conduct their business, then that means, again, I'm back to culture, it's the culture of the company. That's the way they do business. And what's going on is they look at everything they do as, as on a transactional basis. In other words, they get tunnel vision and they think, my job is to make this sale, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then anything that comes after that, like somebody coming in and saying, hey, explain this to me about the product, the attitude tends to be, this is not on my transaction list. All you're doing is interrupting my goal of making as many transactions slash sales as I can today. And so, you know, it's funny. I tell you who I really feel bad for, Pat, are the people who genuinely from their heart want to do the right thing for the customer. Right. But the company has handcuffed them. Oh, boy. I totally know that. It's the, and that is a sad situation. Uh, and, and while it's not easy, I tell you, this is hard, hard advice. I'm not saying this is easy at all. But if that's the situation you're in, then go get out while you can. Get mm-hmm. out as quickly as you can and find a place where you feel at home and where the company culture is in alignment with your own sense of integrity. Because if you don't, it's just gonna it's just gonna suck the life right out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's really interesting that you say that because, you know, part of, uh, you know, part of what I get out and talk about in the business world is this idea of keeping promises and integrity. And, uh, and, you know, it's actually the work that I did doctorate and postdoctorate work on. But one of the things that I've tapped into in your book, and I, and boy, I'd I'd love to be able to read the quote. I hope I get it right. Uh, it's, it's a quote that pretty much summed up, um, an attitude that has developed, and I would say the attitude, Joe, you know about this, the attitude developed sort of after the repeal of the psychological contract, when job security was just mm-hmm. not at the top yep. of the game anymore. Yep. And the quote was this. I mean, this really says it all for a lot of people. It's, it's, you just want me to bust my butt and do extra work to make everybody else happy and make my company more money and take advantage of me. Yeah, right. Cry me a river. How many people are, are, are you, uh, connecting with that have some form of that attitude? Well, it's interesting. There, there, there are a couple of different versions of that. One version, which I think is, is real legitimate, is, is the person that, and it kind of goes back to what I was just talking about, the person whose heart truly is in the right place, and they want to do a great job, but they, and they are willing to absolutely go all out for and be loyal to their company, but they don't feel anything coming back the other way. On the other hand, there are people that will pick up my book and their first reaction will be, wait a minute, you're telling me to do all this stuff and yet nobody's going to benefit from it except the company. And that's not the point of the book at all. Mm -hmm. The point of the book really is, how can you make the most (laughs) of your life? I mean, if you're going to spend eight hours a day at work, then why would you not want to maximize the potential for joy and for creating value uh, and, and creating a good life within those eight hours every day? So it's really, it, this book is not at all, you know, knock yourself out for the sake of the company. This book is, well, the subtitle kind of says it all. It's about the joy and the jazz and the kick of really committing to and going all in on whatever your work is. You hit such an important point, Joe, and the reason that I love what you've put in this book is that very fact that you just talked about. This book is really about creating that intrinsic value, that value that's within, so that you feel good at the end of the day about what you've done. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's funny that the more I thought about it and wrote about it and talked to people about it, 
for me, the question ended up, the question is not why should I be committed and why should I be fully engaged and why should I go all in with my work? The question is, why in the world would you not? Why would you choose not to be? It it just doesn't make any sense. And by the way, the the term showing off, um, as we were talking about a little during the break, Mm -hmm. it's not about bragging. That's not what I mean by showing off in this book. Because that term has, uh, it can have a negative connotation to a lot of people. And I'm not talking about that version of showing off at all. Well, and let's talk about that. I mean, I think the idea that, you know, folks may see that as a hot button would unleash an incredible opportunity to move beyond some inhibitions and some things holding us back. Because on the flip side of that, and you and I were talking during a break, you know, there's this idea, I believe, and I don't like to generalize. So let me just let me say this up front. This is not everyone out there. But the idea of women, first of all, being at, the, you know, be immersed in customer service yeah. and yet at the same time really feel like showing off is not their thing. This has got to create such inner conflict for them. Well, and, you know, I think it can be really helpful to adjust or shift your definition of showing off because, you know, people ask me now because of the book all the time, they say, well, you do, do you consider yourself a show off? And I say, I sure hope so. I sure hope that, for example, my customers walk away from their their experience of doing business with me and what they're thinking is that is the way people should be treated. That's the way it ought to be done. Because, see, to me, that's my version of showing off, where you absolutely knock the socks off people, not by being obnoxious or bragging or pretentious or arrogant, but with the results that you create, with the, you know, with the value that you bring to people, or even with just the, the feeling of, you know, it's interesting. There's a company I wrote, I wrote about in one of my earlier books, and their philosophy was we, when people come into our store, we want that experience of being in our store, not, not about buying something, but we want the experience of being in our store to be the best feeling that they have in the whole day. We want people to walk out of this store feeling better about themselves, not us, but feeling better about themselves than they did when they walked in. Now, that to, now to me, that's showing off. That's cool. Yeah, and it, and it is. And I think that we feel the same way on the show. We want our listeners to feel better at the end of the two hours that we're on Monday through Friday yeah. than they did before they signed on. Absolutely. And, and, and the feedback we get from them is... We want that, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. As we talk about customer service, I tell you, and I get, it, I get asked about customer service a lot, obviously, because it's a big part of the business I've been in for about 25 years. But I was asked the other day, somebody said, well, well what is it that today's consumer or customer really wants? Bottom line, what do they really want? And I said, what they really want is to feel like they've been listened to, they really want to be taken seriously. They want to be acknowledged, and they want to be treated well. Mm. It's no more complicated than that. It's it's so basic, Joe. Oh, it's, it's incredibly it's so, basic. And I don't want to. I I'm not trying to undermine this. It's so basic, and it seems so difficult for I people know. to do. 
I know. I know. And yet, you know what, Pat? It does seem difficult to do, but but you look at the ones that do it well. I know. And it's like watching Tiger Woods make a three foot putt. It's just it's the most. You look at them and you think, well, why would anybody do it any any way other than this? It's the natural way to do it. Exactly. I was talking with someone the other day, and uh, you know, my it was one of these my these web people that was you know thinking about working with us, and they said to me, "Who do you use for your service provider?" And I don't have any shame in saying it right on air who I use, and I use GoDaddy. And they said, "Well, wow, why would you use GoDaddy?" I'd say, "I said, why would I use GoDaddy?" Well, let me give you three reasons. Every time I call them, a real person picks up the phone. The second reason is. Every time I call them and a real person picks up the phone, my problem is solved within five to six minutes. And the third reason is they offer more discounts on a regular basis. And even if you've bought at a higher rate, we'll go back in and adjust your account. I said, you know, that's just three reasons. But that's three good enough reasons for me. Well, you know what they're doing? And and I used to use this terminology a lot, which which was years ago, which was the whole idea of the win-win strategy. Mm-hmm. And, and what GoDaddy is doing with you is they're saying, how can we let Pat win? Well, we can let her win by letting her talk to a real person and not a recording and having to push 26 buttons. We can let her win by really quickly and efficiently and effectively taking care of her problem or whatever she needs. And we can let her win by giving her value and letting her know that we are going to find you the, the best value that we've got you know, regardless of whether you come in on this particular promotion or whatever. And so it's just a series of how can we let the customer win. And it's, a, it's amazing to me how many people approach business, or Pat, you can go beyond business, how many people approach their jobs, their business, their relationships. Their life. Their, their, life, their lives. And they, they approach it as if everything were adversarial. Well, that's what we're going to talk after this break, because we're going to talk about this statement right now. Go big or go home. It is. uh, I'm telling you, this is how you kick your life up, whether it's in work or not. I'm here with Joe Calloway. Work like you're showing off the joy, jazz and kick of being better today than you were tomorrow. Please tell me who out there doesn't want that. When we come back, we're going to hear from Joe what it means to go big. Or, yep, pack them up and go home. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Join internationally known medium and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor at the Maitreya Institute Seattle on August 3rd through 5th as she presents three of her most popular workshops and hosts her exciting live stream. Experience Carrie's amazing ability to connect to deceased loved ones while strengthening your own connection. Call 860-887-1201 or visit CarrieOConnor.com for more information on the workshops. Save money with advanced reservations. Can a credit card be used for positive change? The Enlightenment Card has and is established with over 1,100 socially conscious reward partners. Whether your points are redeemed to support a charity, to further personal growth in a workshop, retreat, or yoga class, or if you use points to buy organic products, now you can rest assured knowing your monies and reward points are going to support those companies who are working to make a difference in the world. Join the community at EnlightenmentCard.com. 
Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. Has the pet food recall left you confused and concerned about what to feed your four-legged family members? Sam's Cats and Dogs, naturally, has you covered with expert advice and information about ingredients or how to supplement a fresh food diet to keep your furry friends healthy and happy. And all our foods are unconditionally guaranteed. Visit us at samscatsanddogs.com. That's samscatsanddogs.com in Monroe, Washington at 206 East Main. Okay, everyone, listen up. You can do it. You can quit smoking in as little as 30 days with zero smoke. That's right, a new product to help you quit smoking now. And here's the deal. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on gum, patches, or pills. Zero Smoke helps you quit naturally using biomagnets. It works by placing these neat little magnets on either side of your ear. Then science takes over. It's just like acupressure. The urge to smoke goes away. This product has sold like crazy in Europe and has just been introduced in the United States. In fact, Sal the Stockbroker is using the product to quit. It's a disgusting habit, and you need to quit today. Now, everybody, go to their website, zerosmoke.org, or call them at 800-577-9933 and take advantage of their risk-free offer. That's right. Just pay shipping, and they will send you this revolutionary product absolutely free. What do you have to lose? It's the summer. You want to feel good, and you want to quit that nasty habit. That's 800-577-9933, or go to the web at zerosmoke.org. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Yep, I'm here with Joe Calloway. We're talking about work like you're showing off. And before break, we said, yep, go big or go home. And I'll tell you the way we're going to go big right now. We're going to give away a couple copies of this book because I will say to you that if you are caught in the net of thinking small, this is going to help you get out of it. The way we're going to do it, it's real simple. We're just going to get the first two callers, Benny. Let's get some information, and we're just going to send it to you. Um, and what I want to ask you folks that are going to pick up the books today is after reading the books, I'd love for you to come back on or send me an email and tell me how you're shifting what you do to go bigger. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We've got a couple of copies of the books. All you need to do is call in, give Benny your information, and we'll get them to you. Joe, go big or go home. Boy, there's no gray area there. No. It's like if, if you're not going to go big, why would you show up? I mean, just why would you? And you know you know what, Pat? It's not just about work. No. It's about, it's like if, if I'm, I've got two little girls, I mean little girls, uh, which, which surprises people when they see all the gray hair on their head. But it's like if I'm reading a story, if I'm reading a bedtime book to those little girls, I'm going to be into that book 100%. I'm going to be playing the parts. I'm going to be doing the voices. Because why would I not? Why would I not just jump into it all the way up to the top of my head? It's, it's, it's the most fun way to do it. 
Well, that that is that's the question. That's the what is it? The sixty four million dollar question yeah. right there is why not jump into it? Well, you know, there are a couple reasons we can come up with. One is, uh, you know, the the thoughts and the beliefs that we have that think that we're, you know, if we think big, we'll never actually be able to achieve that. But you, know, I mean, Joe, you you talk to people every day, and you know better than that. You've seen some incredible things in your career. Well, you know, there's a couple of chapters in the book. One is one is simply called Let It Go, and it's a chapter about, and I don't tell anybody what they need to let go of, but I'll bet you, if I talk about this for a second, every one of your listeners will know what I'm talking about. And what I'm talking about are the attitudes or the beliefs or the feelings that we carry around that we know are getting in our way, the, the limitations that we imposed on ourselves because of carrying around some sense of being a victim, some sense of anger about something that's gone before. And I don't mean to play junior cadet psychologist here at all, but I do know that most people have belief systems or assumptions about their lives that are holding them back. And they, the thing is, they know it's holding them back. And it takes a lot of courage and a lot of determination to get over those. Another uh, another thing that I talk about in the book <laughs> is the idea that you're going to have to get beyond when there, when you've got a dream, when there's something that you want to do, and all of your friends and your family members and your coworkers they're trying to be helpful, but all they tell you is, "Oh, that'll never work. You can't do that. You don't have any experience doing that. Nobody's ever done it that way before." And on and on and on. And sometimes you have to say, "Okay, I've heard what all of you think. Thank you, but I'm going to do what I think." And just step out and do it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Then you get up and you try again. You know, Thomas Edison said, to have one great idea, you've got to have a whole lot of ideas. Because <laughs> they're not all going to be great. But it's the willingness to take action and step out and do something that separates those that do live that full-on, go-big-or-go-home life from those that, that hold back and, and end up looking back at their lives and say, why didn't I go for it? Why on earth didn't I go for it? What was I thinking? Well, and that's the question. So you live a life of regrets. And I think people are really tired of doing that, Joe. Really tired of doing that. And, you know, part of what you're talking about is so important because sometimes if you release an idea too soon, you will have, you know, a network of people show up, yeah. think they're helping you out, and yeah. all they're doing is diluting it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you know, I do. I think. I think you're right too. I think people today, as opposed to previous generations, because you know, you look at people that grew up in a different era, and some of them, not all of them, but I think it was more common to think, you know, you don't necessarily get great things out of life. You grow up, you get a job, you do your work. It's not about being happy. It's about doing the things you're supposed to do. And I get that. And. You know, I, I absolutely believe in responsibility and taking care of your commitments. I think that's the foundation of everything. And at the same time, I think everybody from the baby boomers on have some higher expectations and say, you know, I'm not willing to just get by. I, I do want to be happy with my work. That's, I'll tell you something. That's one thing I really admire about the new generation of people just entering the job market. Because a lot of them are saying, I don't define myself only by my work. I've got a whole life, a 360-degree life, and I want to enjoy 
my work, and I want to enjoy my time away from work. And, you know, I'm not going to be held back by limiting this idea of who I am. And and that will really cut off our supply. Well, let me ask you this question, Joe, while I have you on here. If, if you know, there were three things out there, the top three things on the Joe Calloway list, that you would say to people right now to create a shift in their lives, to get into the joy, to get into the jazz, what would you be able to su- suggest for them? The first one, a um, couple come to mind. The, the first one is, in, in the book I call it the power strategy, and, and you talk about not being complicated. Here's what it is. Take responsibility. Just absolutely say, this is my life. I'm responsible for it. This is my career. I'm responsible for it. It's nobody else's job to make me successful. It's nobody else's job to make me happy. It is absolutely my turn. And I, I totally acknowledge and respect and understand people who are, you know, there are a lot of people that might say, Joe, that's probably really easy for you to say because, you know, you've, you've got yourself in a pretty good situation here. And I would say, yeah, it might be a whole lot easier for me to say it than you to say it, but that doesn't negate the truth that the best way for you to get out of a bad situation is to, in fact, take responsibility mm. for that situation. Oh. So, so that would be number one. I think number two, golly, I think number two would have to be there's a, and you talked about it early on, would be there's a chapter in the book called The Gold Standard, and it's this. If I say I'm going to do it, I'll do it. It goes back to the word you used, which was integrity. That if you, if you truly, you know, you go back to the old Spike Lee movie, Do the Right Thing. And I don't mean to sound preachy here. I, I don't mean to sound like, like a motivational speaker or something. To me, it's all just strategy. It's choices. And I think <clears throat> in terms of what you create with other people and in your relationships, the single most important thing that you can do, whether it's business, family, whatever, is to, again, at the risk of, of sounding old school, keep your word. Uh, let, I, I'm all about old school, Joe. Well, I'm all know, about it. This, some people roll their eyes over that stuff, but it's, it, you can't argue with what works, and that's what works. And then I think the final thing, and, and I saved this for, for the end because I think it may be the most important. The, the last chapter in the book is called What Matters Most. And it's to do kind of an inventory of what do I say are the most important things in my life? What do I say are the most important things? And then does that line up with how I actually live my life? In other words, the person that if you say, what's the most important thing to right. you? They, they automatically say, oh, my family, my friend. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, they, it seems like they look for every, every excuse to do something besides be with their family. Well, You've got on. it. What's I know. up with that? What just, is up with that? Yeah, just we... get it, get it in alignment. Get it in alignment. And because the thing is, it just makes your whole life work better. And don't commit to anything that you cannot do. Joe Calloway, this has been such a fabulous show. Our phone lines were off the hook. We're going to give away more copies next week of this book. You are totally outrageous. Thank you so much for joining the show today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Wow. I'm telling you, you got to step up to it. I know. How about a little showing off, Mr. Benny? 
I'm always showing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned, everyone. We've got Matt James, James joining us in the next hour, and we're going to be doing a little showing off with him. That's going to be my new word right here, thanks to Joe Calloway. We'll be right back, everyone. Views expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW, Seattle.